You're listening to the Good News Podcast with Jamie Holtham, brought to you by NBUC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Good News Podcast. This is episode number 10, and we are in for a treat today. This is week two, a series on mental wellness, and we have Mary Jacobs joining us today. She is someone who is an expert in this field. She uh, works in the area of social work. She's also going to share her own experiences around mental health challenges that she has had, and she has so many practical resources. We're going to be blessed by this session. Glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome. So glad you could join us for episode number 10 of the Good News Podcast. And really excited to have Mary Jacobs with us. We're continuing our series on mental wellness, mental health. And uh, Mary has tons to share, believe me, around this topic. I think you're going to be blessed and encouraged and informed and inspired today. So glad that you could uh, could join us. Mary, so, so uh, thankful for you, not just for doing a podcast today, man, but like We've shared a lot of life and leadership around the church, and particularly around this topic, and and trying to help others um, around this as well. But maybe a good place to start would be your own experience around depression, anxiety, and mental wellness. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jamie. Well, I was just thinking about it. It's been over twenty years now since I have uh, sort of been diagnosed with uh, some depression. So back in that time, I was. Uh, working downtown. I had three young Mm -hmm. kids and um, my mother had died suddenly like a year or two before, but like all of the stresses came together. And then it was like, I was crying at work. I was very irritable. Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And work's like, I think you need to stay home. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I think about that journey and how far I've come in terms of Understanding yeah. and the information I know about yeah. mental health, because then once I figured out my own, you know, life in terms of, you know, some counseling, taking some medication, uh, de-stressing my life, mm-hmm. learning how to cope well, then I really uh, gained a real passion mm-hmm. around when I'm helping people mm-hmm. that if I can see those symptoms, it's like, you know, what can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. How does that look? So um, I ended up taking a job from downtown to locally here in Brampton so I could take care of my family better and have fewer hours on yeah. the road and um, ended up working with Ontario Works clients who um, I think a lot of them often struggle mm. and with those same issues. Um, and mental health is often becomes part of um, other stresses mm-hmm. in your life, or it might be part of a physical issue. You know, you're not able to physically do labor anymore and you don't have an education. So how do you move forward? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that can cause some depression for yeah. some people. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, but we forget that depression actually is just as physical as, uh, some of our physical ailments. Mm-hmm but we don't like to talk about them. Mm, mm. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about that because I think that's so true, isn't it? Eh? The stigma sometimes, mm-hmm. and even though we've been, as a church, working on this for some time, trying to open up the conversation, it still is a, a, a hard topic, oh, yeah. isn't it? And and 
how do you how do you see that the, this the stigma the, the the challenge for people to talk about even in your your work that you do with uh, with your clients well and that's um that's always a challenge but part of it being um open to uh calling it perhaps something else maybe we call it stress we call it you know not feeling well not doing well whatever you want to call it yeah. we may not have to name it but we can say so are you experiencing things like you're not sleeping well? Are you irritable with mm -hmm. your kids? Are you not functioning? Are you not getting dressed in the morning? Are you not showering? Yeah. You know, all these behaviors that can really impact your life. Once anxiety or depression starts changing your life in terms of you're not doing life, mm -hmm. <laughs> like you're not getting up or you're not taking care of your kids or you're not eating properly or whatever then you know that that's, that's the time you need to get some help mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because um, it's probably going to get worse. Mm -hmm. um, and part of it, I think, is just being open to talking about my own experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I used to, to work in the men's shelter at one point. Yeah, and, remember. you know, the guys would say, you know, I think I've got depression. I said, well, have you talked to your doctor? Well, no. I said, so if you had a broken leg, would you go talk to the doctor? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, now you need to go talk to your doctor about depression mm. because there are lots of medications. They don't work overnight, but it's kind of like diabetes. It doesn't work overnight either. Mm -hmm. So sometimes there's a bit of playing around with medication. There are different medications. It's always, you know, you're, you have to work with your doctor mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. that pieces. It can be frustrating. And of course, you're still not feeling well immediately. And so... Sometimes that is a challenge, but mm -hmm. part of that's about giving hope to people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and part of that being um, how I, and that's what I talk to a lot about clients, like give things a chance, try doing this. Mm -hmm. And a big thing can be about self-care. Mm -hmm. So it may not be a big issue. It may be just see if you can get out of bed by 10 o'clock every day. Yeah, yeah. And have a shower. Yeah. Like, it's about making small and goals in terms of, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. So success can be, it's, it's about making progress. Mm -hmm. And so, cause you know, how long yeah. did it take yeah. you to get there? Yeah. It's not going to fix itself overnight, Yeah. but um, people just need to know they have yeah. hope. Yeah. Yeah. And so whatever that looks like. And, you know, so for some of my clients, I have to, I'll say, you know, I'm going to call you in a week and see how things are going. Yeah. You decide whatever you do. Uh, you know, what goal you're going to set and see how that goes. And and so sometimes that really helps people to know someone's going to check in on them. And, you know, and that's what I do in my yeah. own life. Yeah. Is Care, cares enough to check in, eh? Cares enough to check in and that they have someone. Because yeah. often people are quite isolated, especially okay. now with COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, people aren't going out. They're afraid. They're you know, overwhelmed. Um, they don't want their kids to get sick. There's mm. online schooling. So there's a lot of impacts going on at home, but you still have to take care of you or you can't take care of anyone else. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So sometimes that might mean, yeah, you got to park the kids for an hour on the TV mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> while you meditate, go for a walk, whatever it needs to yeah. be, keeping the kids safe, of course. But, um, finding those little things to do for yourself. Because mm -hmm. often it's about the little things mm -hmm. that you take time for yourself. Yeah, Maybe it is only five minutes, but you took five minutes just for you yeah. 
to either meditate or take care of yourself in whatever way. Maybe you're journaling. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're making a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're, um, you know, calling a friend, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. having a quick check-in. Yeah. Maybe it's a text. Maybe you're going to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. All of these yeah. things I have been trying to do because yeah. that's what I find helps me. And see, for me as a helper, I need to do things for other people. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. how I get hope, and that's how I get energy. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, as long I, as I don't take on too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to because you you do share a bit of your own experience, like in the work that you do, which mm-hmm. is which is really cool. What what was helpful for you when you were in the in the midst of the of the depths of of that depression? What what were some of the things as you look back that were helpful for you to move through that? Yeah, I had fabulous family support. Yeah. So family said, you know, do what you got to do, um, you know, take medication, counseling, whatever you mm-hmm. need to do. I mean, I think that's a big thing, having a support network, mm-hmm. whatever that looks yeah. like, friends and family. Um, I think having a way to know that there was hope. Mm. Um. So whether I was praying or I was talking to somebody said, you know, this will get better. Talking to my doctor, figure out, Mary, you have to like de-stress your life. You got to be a better mother. (laughs) Not better in that sense, but, you know, have more time for it so you enjoy it. Mm. Like, you know, when you're stressing about everything, then you're not enjoying that time. And I mean, at that point they were young, right? They're in their 20s now. So. Yeah. so that decision that you made to move move work to Brampton as opposed to downtown Toronto yes. gave you more time for exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. De-stress, de-complicate, yeah. simplify and, a bit. And be part of their lives and, yeah. you know, participate in whatever. It just gave me so much more flexibility and so much less stress in my mind because I was focusing just on my caseload and I was, I was doing management. So it meant that um, I wasn't worrying about whether somebody else was showing up to do work or any of those kinds of pieces. It was, you know, I left at 4.30 and I could leave my job at job work and have my life at home. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's not always possible for everybody, but for me that was a really good decision because I had, you know, my spouse at that time I think was busy traveling and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you got to get the stability in there somewhere and um, that really helped me move forward. Yeah. 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 You, you mentioned prayer and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I just love to, to, to delve into that a little bit um, where, where your faith, uh, your relationship with God, prayer has been helpful for, for you. And, 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 and obviously some of the work that you're doing with others these yep. days, maybe, maybe I don't, I'm not sure how that works as far as, you know, in your, in your day job, but I certainly your role in leading around the church, that's a huge part of what for you sure, and we offer. But yeah. How that prayer for you, let's start with you, how that prayer so, um, and faith so prayer, I think is is very powerful. Like it's one of my other tools mm. that I use. Um, I mean, God also gave us a brain that we should, you know, ask professionals to help us with mm-hmm. this. But part of it being, um, I think it gives us hope and to know that they He's always there. Yeah. Like anytime you want to talk to Him, day or night, whatever that is, you can speak to Him because. Some people get sleepless, and so that can be a nighttime issue, right? Mm. So for myself, I think that was important. And what I do now also is I tell people I am praying for them because mm. I think that is very powerful that, mm. to know that someone else is praying for 100%. you. Yeah. So um, some of my follow-up might be like by text or email. Um, so I always do that. And like 
when it wasn't COVID, I'd be given a big hug. But, you know, <laughs> that's not possible. So a lot of virtual hugs I send. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. But, um, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think it's just that, you know, there's someone there. Yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah. That's the key to that. And how, because some of us may be listening today and, and they may be, or watching, and may be thinking, okay, um, I want to I want to support other people who I'm concerned about, and mm-hmm. and just those little things that you mentioned about reaching out, about not forgetting. Uh, you know, talk about that a little bit, if you would. How how people can help others who are struggling with depression and yeah. anxiety and and mental mental health. I think the piece to remember is that um, people don't feel the best every time. So you might ask them for coffee, and they say, mm, "I'm not so good." Mm-hmm. Keep asking. Keep asking. You have to keep asking. And eventually they're going to say, okay, I'm going to take you up on that. And that will be a wonderful uh, opportunity for them to get out of the house, to, you know, talk to another person. I think part of that um, is asking them, how how can I help support you? Because it'll look different for different people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They might say, oh, can you keep asking me to go out? Or... um, can you pray with me or can you go to the doctor with me or mm-hmm. can you give me a ride to the doctor because I don't feel safe going on the bus mm-hmm. or anything. So I think because every person will be different, I think the best thing is to be open and honest about saying, you know, I want to help you. I know you're on a hard journey right now. Um, what, how could I support you? What ways? And, and, and say, I can also, you know, ask me anytime if you think of something else, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So that's a big way. I think trying to be non-judgmental, I think is really important because, you know, we might see them, they're always sitting on the couch and they're watching TV or they're not dressed or they're not whatever. (laughs) And so it's like, well, if you just get dressed, I think you would feel better. (laughs) And it's like, no, the depression is saying, or the anxiety is saying, no, I can't do that today. So I think being allowing that and being open to it and not sort of, you know, criticizing them or giving advice about how to make this better. And I think the other thing is um, supporting their decision, whether or not they go to counseling, whether or not they take medication um, at some point, you know, but I think encouraging them to see their doctor. Mm -hmm. Because I would say right now is people actually just heard a recent commercial saying, People need to be honest with their doctors because right now doctors are on the phones most of the time because of COVID. And it's like, be honest with your doctor Mm. because they can only help you based on what you tell them. Mm -hmm. So if you call up and say, I got a hangnail, but really you're saying, I can't cope in my head. (laughs) They may not know that unless you say, you know, I'm not getting out of bed every day on time. (laughs) I think that there's something going on. And most doctors, not all doctors, nobody's perfect. So, but most doctors will appreciate you saying those things. And they, you may try some medication or it may be, you know what, check in with me in two weeks and let's see how that goes. Or yeah. we have a social worker, we can do some counseling with you. And the other great resource that the ministry has set up is for, um, it's called Bounce Back, which requires a referral for your doctor, but it's online. Um, this is a wonderful resource, especially for anxiety, mm. because they cool. are offering you free cognitive behavioral therapy through an, uh, you know, through Zoom or whatever wow. platform. 
And um, so you would set that arrangement up. And your doctor, and if they are concerned about anything, they're going to let your doctor know. So maybe they think the medication's not working or, you know, if it becomes like you're telling them I'm having suicidal thoughts, they're going to let your doctor know. So that's a really great one. And sort of related to that is um, it used to be called Big White Wall, and now it's called Together All. (laughs) 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 Kind of rhymes. But um, it's a peer support uh, site. So again... um, And I think what they do is, so there's like chat rooms or group support, that kind of thing. Uh, But also they do a lot of artistry. So people, maybe they play Mm. music or they draw or they, so it's a platform to share on there. So that's a a great resource, like a more informal resource. Um, And then the other um, exciting website, well, Anxiety Canada Mm. has some really great resources and they have an app that you can put on your phone. Oh my goodness. Really? There's a, there's an organization, Anxiety Canada. Yes. Wow. That's cool. I mean, cool because it's so prevalent and, and what a great resource for people who are listening. And they have, they actually have an app. app. Okay. And what is that on the app? What is it? uh... So it's going to do same kind of cognitive behavioral therapy because really anxiety, the best treatment for it is really changing your thoughts. Yeah. It's a little different than depression. It doesn't react so well to medication, but if you're just dealing with anxiety, it helps you to change your thought processes because mm. that's really what's causing the anxiety. Mm. So it's really great to have those supports. So if you're, you know, it's on your phone, you can do a little session or you get uh, mindfulness things. Like there's a lot of different apps. You can access a lot of resources that way yeah. if you're that kind of person. I know not everybody is. If you're older, you might not be so keen about <laughs> So right now, a lot of resources are available by phone. Okay. So Canadian Mental Health Association has a counselor available immediately, Monday to Friday, 8.30 yeah. to 4.30. So, you know, if you're having a bad day, feeling overwhelmed, not coping well, call them. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not a nighttime resource, but I mean, you know, most people can usually figure something out during yeah. that daytime. Mm-hmm. Um and there's actually, there's so many resources out there right now. Like a lot of, if you are uh, employed and you have an employee assistance program, most of those have free CBT, um, gives you access to some counseling usually for some payment of that. Um, so there's there's lots of online resources. And I know we share some of them through your um, uh, weekly mm-hmm. uh, yeah. send out. And uh Rolf has made an extensive list. Yeah. <laughs> Rolf is our chair of our mental health initiative, but he has an extensive list and uh, uh, including some stuff for children's mental health, mm. because I know when September came and people yeah. had to decide on how they were going to send their oh, children yeah. or do online or, yeah. you know, how was that going to work with masks? And it was a lot of worry and yeah. stress, I think, for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I- <laughs> I really wanted to ask you about that. Like, how have you seen the impact of COVID around anxiety, depression, people's mental health? Well, COVID has just emphasized it for anyone who already yeah. had mm-hmm. those issues. I mean, you can be introverted, but even as an introvert, you may not want to be stuck inside all the time. <laughs> so um, definitely. And I think, though, what's happened is that if anything was kind of borderline, it's been really emphasized. Mm-hmm. So I think people who, you know, may not have thought they were anxious have really noticed that their anxiety and 
And for some people, depression have significantly increased. And I think it's fascinating now how the government's realizing they really need to step up and fund mental health like physical health. Mm. Um, And that's, that's actually a campaign that's out there right now is that, that health, mental health is health. Yeah. Um, You know, they're not disattached. (laughs) Yeah. So they all work as one. So, you know, if one part is not working well and, you know, because for depression is around, you know, an actual chemical imbalance. So that, you know, it's as physical as anything else. Yeah. When, and anxiety is just, it's about our thought processes. Yeah. So that's and, why. Oops. And, and, and Sorry. <laughs> and can, and. Uh, <laughs> can be just as debilitating as a physical illness, right? Like, like, For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, and then often they're combined. Yeah. Like if you are struggling with some kind of health issue, yeah. frequently there's, there's mental health and depression and anxiety yeah. comes up with yeah. that because you're worried about it. Yeah. You know, the worry, the inner irritability, the I don't know what the future is, yeah. the... I don't have hope or I don't know where to find hope. Um, so all those pieces really uh, yeah. go into that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of hope, I want to maybe close with this, if, if we could, Mary. Um, you, you through your work day to day, but also your ministry, I'll call it mm-hmm. at the church, yeah. like big time, you've seen, because sometimes people could be in a situation where they or a loved one, someone they're caring for, you, you just can't see the light. And it just seems like it's not going to be possible for for change mm-hmm. to come to, and and I know you know we live with these things. We learn to manage, and like that's all part of it, you know. But just to, and without naming names, I say, but just any any examples of where you've seen people come through, and and yeah, they're they're in a different place today because of some of the things, some of the resources that you've talked about, some of the the, the ministry uh, that you've done, um, being part of 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 some of the groups that, that you've led. Yeah, any any examples of, mm. of that um and you know don't want to want to protect people's uh, you know <laughs> yeah 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 privacy and, well, and that, but uh yeah you know we've had um several people and you know one gentleman that we needed to rehouse and you know we got him hooked up with a uh, a housing grant but lots of mental health as well and you know he's doing really well now um, and, you know, so much so he's going to, you know, when COVID, if it lifts, is going to volunteer at another hospital in terms of helping a support group. Mm. Um, yeah, the, several people have, um, you know, they've found their way, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of they've tried some medication, they've, you know, got themselves into a better situation. Um, I think... That gives me hope always. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that people can do that. And I think just you have to know that it will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to keep trying till mm-hmm. the right the right mm-hmm. combination comes together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and and I never know. That's we were actually talking here be- prior to the the mm-hmm. taping was you never know when a smile, yeah. a text, a gesture, a comment just makes somebody feel not suicidal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the whole thing that's come out around be kind. Yeah. It is so true. Yeah. Yeah. Be kind. Think whether, you know, 
what positive thing can you say to somebody, yeah. even if it may be impacting you negatively? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're waiting longer in the line. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's impacting you moving along. But will one more minute really change the world for you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, having that patience and just, you know, give a smile, um, you know, help someone out in whatever little way it might be. Yeah. Cause that's for me, because I'm a, a helper. Yeah. Um, helping is how I get energy yeah. and how I feel I need to um, you know, help people move forward. Yeah. That just gives me so much hope. Yeah. Oh, I, I, oh, that's awesome. I love, I love that. that. That's cause we all can do that. We all can yes. you know, offer a smile, send a text, be kind to people and it's very even strangers. And exactly. And you never know. That's why it's called the good news podcast. You, you know, the, right. we are the good news. We are God's good news in action here and now. And you never know when you do something like that, that that could change, literally change somebody's world. You just never, ever know. Mary, I love you so much. I just so appreciate you. Thank you for sharing a bit of your story, some of no your incredible problem. resources. Is there anything you wanted to add before we were done? Because I, I just don't want to leave. Well, I just you want to remind people that yeah. we do have our weekly Zoom group for our peer support group at the church here. So yeah. if anybody's interested, just contact me because uh, I will send you the Zoom link. Absolutely. And we've seen, again, <laughs> lives impacted in a very positive yeah. way through this group, maybe for you or somebody who you know. Yep. Thanks, Mary, for getting that little plug in there at the end. Good, good job. Good <laughs> job. And thanks for joining us on the Good News Podcast today. And again, may God can bless you, your health, but also the health that you bring to others by what you do every day and here at the Perfect. church. Thanks, Mary, so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And God bless you. Hope that today's conversation has been helpful. And uh, Mary's challenge at the end, I echo it. Uh, send a smile, shoot a text. Let's, let's show kindness to people. And God will do amazing things through that. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Good News Podcast with Jamie Holtam. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend who may benefit from today's conversation. And if you want to hear more, be sure to subscribe to this show and turn on your notifications so you never miss an episode. Thanks again. We hope you enjoyed today's discussion and we'll see you next time.